Welcome to the Spill Thoughts with LRIU podcast. Hey besties, welcome to a new episode. I am your host, L. Uh, I'm still getting tired of it. I can't just like be like, welcome, welcome to the, whatever. Okay, so I should say that I don't watch, okay, I don't watch like the popular like or like classic TV shows and movies and cartoons and stuff. So I'm pretty sure most of like um these that uh we're going to be like discussing and talking about I haven't watched them. So like yes. But today we're going to be checking out movie TV shows and cartoon theories. Like stuff that people like came up with that are like, "Oh, this blah blah blah." Like I'm pretty sure, like, you know, like, the Caillou theory that, um, like, actually he has, like, cancer. That's why he's bald. And, like, he actually died. And that's why the grandma tells the kids via storybook. So, yes. Pretty sure you've probably heard that theory. Or that, um, in, like, Finding Nemo, that, um, Nemo is actually dead. And, like, the dad is just, like... We live in like I don't. I'm not really sure of that details, but it's like they say like Nemo is dead and shit. So, oh, and like the Blue's Clues one, where they're like, uh, the dude, what's his name again? I don't even remember his name, but like the dude, they say he's like was like some drug addict thing. Uh, if I can find it, I'll just like put it in here too. But I saw that one on like TikTok from like um another podcast. Can't remember what it's called right now, but I think it's oh. Hold on. Okay, so I think it's actually called the Jumpers Jump podcast. And yeah, I think that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen their like TikToks on like TikTok or something where like they are like showing bits and pieces of like their podcast. So yeah, let's actually get into it now because like I've been rambling on. Oh, before I forget, the song for like today's podcast, like the vibe kind of, is Beauty and the Beast by Nicki Minaj. Remember Nicki Minaj by Justin Bieber. Bieber. <sighs> I need to stop saying Bieber. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Let me start over. <clears throat> this, before I forget, the song today is uh, Justin Bieber's uh, like Beauty and the Beast featuring Nicki Minaj. There we go. I deserve a clap. As one of my classmates would say, you deserve a sweetie. <laughs> so these first ones that I'm kind of going through is from an article by ew.com. Which I think, uh, but from like the page thingy, it says explore internet. Explore entertainment. So I don't know, but it's from ew.com. Uh, so the first one that I'm seeing here is Scooby-Doo is about kids trying to escape the draft. I don't know what the draft is, but whatever. So the cartoon mystery franchise Scooby-Doo never really explained why ragtag group of four dissimilar teenagers decided to travel in a van to no known destination. So a fan was forced to develop a theory. As the show premiered in 1969, the same year as the height of the Vietnam War, the Scooby-Doo gang is driving to Canada to escape the draft. The theory posits that 
be cleaned out, Fred was drafted, but ran away to be with his fiance Daphne. Hippie Shaggy and activist Velma joined them as they both opposed the war as well. Uh, by DK, I don't know what that means. But, yeah. Uh, I'm not so sure about this one. Not too keen on, like, this one. But what I think Scooby-Doo is, like, telling us, I guess, is, like, it's showing us that uh, the people that are, like, really the monsters in life are, like, always hiding in plain sight. Or, like, you shouldn't, like, easily trust anybody because, like, it could be anybody that's, like, um, that's actually, like, the suspect? Suspect? I don't really know. But it's, like, it's always the people closest around you who are doing, like, the wrong or who could be, like, dangerous or some shit. You know what I'm trying to say. You know exactly what my ass is trying to say. Like, how cool would it be if dogs could talk? Uh, we all know the answer to that one. So, the next one is about, like, The Simpsons. And fun fact, I've never watched The Simpsons. as probably every other thing on this list. <laughs> Don't kill me. Okay? Okay, so, um... The Simpsons are a family of geniuses. The TV TV's most iconic animated family certainly doesn't seem to be full of geniuses. But according to one fan theory, it is... The theory puts forth that Lisa is the only member of the family who accepts her genius, while the others purposely quash their brilliance in order to live happy lives. Marg, I think that's how it's pronounced, was once an amazing student, but left her academic pursuits behind to become a homemaker. In, in regards to Homer, it was revealed that a crayon lodged in his brain in his brain was what was suppressing his intelligence and homer very literally chose chooses to be dumb but happy rather than smart and miserable by putting the crayon back in his brain finally in another the simpsons episode we see bart was once a gifted child, but then his grades began to decline. The episode blamed it on a gene that made the male Simpsons stupid, but Homer's crayon incident disproves that. Instead, Bart saw how happy his dad was in his life despite his lack of intelligence and decided to strive for happiness instead of genius. He uses his brains to come up with elaborate pranks instead of schoolwork. Uh... And it says related to, and there's like a related article attached that says all the Simpsons, all the time Simpsons predicted the future. Um, I've never really watched Simpsons, The Simpsons, so I wouldn't know about this like theory. Uh, so yeah. So this next one is about the Rugrats, and I used to like love watching the Rugrats. So it says the Rugrats are act are all figments of Angelica's imagination. And, like, I do believe this one because, like, how are, like, the babies talking and then the adults don't even, like, realize? Like, none of the times the adults realize what the kids are, like, actually doing. Alright, so let's read this. This Rugrats fan theory is pretty creepy. It states that all of the babies were merely a product of a lonely girl's imagination. 
Angelica imagined her parents' friends having babies in order for her to have someone to play with. Chucky and his mother died, which is why his father's constantly a nervous wreck. Tommy was a stillborn, leading Stu to always make toys for the son he never had, and the Devils had an abortion. So So Angelica imagined male and female twins as she didn't know the gender. Ooh, the last one really hit, though. The abortion one really hit, though. Yeah, because, like, if she didn't have the bow, I could probably never tell them apart. And, like, their clothes are, like, so similar. He even has, like, the little pink top thing. So, their clothes are literally so similar. Ooh, this one's really deep. Oof. I know I kind of like believe this one too because like the parents never see like what the like that like the um children are like talking and Angelica's like always kind of like around them so like I don't even know what I'm trying to say but let's move on to the other one which says the peddler in Aladdin is the genie fans love to speculate over hidden meanings in Disney films but so often the ideas are huge stretches. This fan theory about Aladdin, however, has been confirmed by the film's directors, Ron Clements and John Musker. The speculation was that the peddler who welcomes us to Agrabah at the beginning of the film is actually the genie in the form of a human. Viewers picked up on this after noticing that the peddler had four fingers and was voiced by Robin Williams. Clements confirmed this is true and said there was a scene planned where the peddler reveals himself to be the genie, but it was cut for time. Hmm, okay. I don't really have that much to say because, like, I wouldn't say Jasmine's, like, my favorite Disney princess is... Uh, I think I would be, like, choosing between maybe Rapunzel and Belle for, like, my favorite Disney princesses. I actually had those as, like, dolls when I was, like, younger, so, yeah. Uh, here's the Nemo one. I found it. Okay, so the Nemo one says, Nemo was an imaginary device for Marlene to come to terms with his wife's death. In Latin, Nemo translates to no more. This helped spread the theory that Marlin's son doesn't actually exist in Finding Nemo, but is just an invention he uses in order to come up to come to terms with the death of his wife. We see Marlin go through the five stages of grief in the film. First, denial, when he invents Nemo's eggs after the rest of his family are killed. Second, anger, as he freaks out whenever Nemo is too far away from him. Third, bargaining as he convinces Dory to join his quest and then puts up with her. Fourth, despair when he sees Nemo flush down the toilet. And finally, acceptance as he is able to let Nemo go off on his own in the end. That one's just like really sad. I've watched the show, the movie I should say, once. I never watched, I never, I don't think I've ever watched like the Finding Nemo 2 one but damn that's deep like it's really crazy like all the hidden meanings and shit behind like movies and stuff that we watch and like let our kids watch there's like so many like hidden meanings and stuff you know so yeah
So, here's a Willy Wonka theory, uh, and it goes, Willy Wonka killed and sacrificed those kids cabin in the woods style. That did not make any sense to my brain. Uh, <laughs> the end of Joss Whedon's cabin in the woods laid out a few rules for making a sacrificial offering to summon demonic beings to destroy the world. And one fan theory noticed that Willy Wonka is basically following the same formula while giving the children a tour of his factory. Each of the kids is one of the five archetypes that CITW describes. Augustus is the whore whose lust for food leads to his downfall. Violet is the athlete who is a gum-chewing champion brought down by an athletic challenge. Verka, Verka, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, is the fool, a spoiled brat who blindly runs for clearly dangerous squirrels. Uh, Mike is the scholar, a television expert taken down by his arrogance. And finally, Charlie is the virgin, mostly just because he has pure and innocent motives. I've never watched Willy Wonka. Uh... (laughs) Maybe like the Charlie Factory one. I don't know, but I've never watched Willy Wonka. So the another one is a Dexter. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what the Charlie's called. I think it's Dexter. I don't know. Uh, okay, so it says Dexter created his family in Dexter's laboratory. Oh, that's the name of the show, Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, think Dexter's Laboratory is just a cute, innocent little show. Think again. One fan has theorized that Dexter's entire family was killed by one of his experiments gone uh, A-wire. And he has created a new family in their likeness using his lab. The theme, the show's theme song suggests that Dee Dee has a tendency to blow up his experiments, followed by doom and gloom. Dexter is shown to have the ability to create clones and imbune intelligence so making a new family is definitely in his wheelhouse it could also explain why his family is so dim and obvious and oblivious to his lab um i think i may have watched like one or two episodes of dexter before and that's only because they were shown on the tv i wasn't like a huge fan of dexter's laboratory so i'm not very familiar with the show but i know they were from like the two episodes that i remember watching uh, there was like a lot of like um so like there was a lot of like experiments and stuff and like a lot of explosions too i know it's like quite the amount of like explosions so yes so the next like article we'll be taking from is a buzzfeed one called 17 fan theories that will absolutely blow your mind with their devastating logic okay uh the links to like all these websites and stuff that i'll be reading from will be on my podcast website's post for this episode so yeah the link will be in the description as always and if you can't click it just copy it and paste it in your search bar so the first one says donkey from shrek is one of the kids in pinocchio who turned into a donkey Ooh, okay i think i watched shrek like twice uh the other one is every aspect of friends completely exists only in phoebe's head what 
All right, let's read what it says. As a homeless artist, she noticed a group having a good time in a coffee shop and placed herself in their group and gave backstories to them all. But the entire series is just stories she's making up. For real? For real? That one's sad. I don't like that one. I don't like it at all. What? What? No, because I'm shook. What? No. Who came up with this theory? Uh, can, like, the producers of, like, Friends or something, like, say if this is true or not? Because, like, uh, anyways. The other one says, Kevin Malone from The Office is actually a genius. Quote, if not actually a genius, he's certainly much smarter than he lets on. Occasionally, he slips up and reveals himself to be something of a math genius and has to backtrack and play it off. It's how he was able to afford ownership of the bar at the end of the series. I'm sure he made a bit just cashing in all those free drinks, but actually enough to buy a bar? I don't believe it. End quote. The, uh... Okay, so the other one says, each episode of It's Always Sunny in in Philadelphia starts with a date and time because they're all testifying against each other in court. I've never watched this show, but it says court, and I'm so into, like, crime shows, so I might watch this. (laughs) Alright, so the first, like, picture there see is, like, 12 p.m. on a Thursday, Philadelphia, P.A., and then that's really it. I wish they would like give more info on this because I'm kind of actually interested. Uh, so let's move on to the other one. Loki was controlled by the Tesseract more than he let on. Quote, his eyes glowed multiple times and he shed a tear when Thor tried to talk sense into him. I don't... Wait, is this from like the Avengers or something? Or like a Marvel show? I've never watched it. Um... I've never really watched Marvel movies, to be honest, so... There's a lot of, like, classic, popular stuff that I've never just watched. I don't know why. Like, it's really hard for me to get, like, interested in a show. I feel like talk about crime shows, and I'll probably have watched, like, most of them. If not all, you know? Actually, like, the popular basic ones, you know? This next one is from Ratatouille. So, it says, In Ratatouille, the old lady at the beginning of the movie is the food critic's mother. It says, quote, in the flashback scene where he eats the ratatouille, you can see similarities of the house from the beginning, her face, and I think the bridge, end quote. Um, I'm not sure. I really am not sure. Oh, well, this one's, the next one is from the Jetsons and Flintstones. The Jetsons and the Flintstones are living at the same time in a dystopian future. Uh, so, the p- quote, the haves life above the clouds and the have not are stuck on wasted earth. The signs include that Flintstones celebrate things like Christmas and other holidays, which doesn't make sense. And Great Gazo Alien appears in both scenes. I don't. I've never watched either cartoons, so I wouldn't know. 
Oof. Oh well. This next one is about like a James Bond movie. I don't know. I've never watched it. Uh, so the next so it says James Bond's primary purpose is to be a distraction to keep attention off the spies who actually spy. Quote: Villains and other spies know him because he rarely takes an alias. He makes his presence known early on and keeps messing up operations for the villains. But the other spies have already infiltrated their ranks and work while Bond does as much visible damage as possible to keep the others safe. End quote. Never watched. Can't talk about it. Like, there's so much of these like, I haven't watched. So I can't even talk about them. Like, I'm just reading them. So, this next one is about Rory. So, it says, Rory's book in Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, is actually the original show. Okay. Quote, that explains why the characters are so different from the show versus revival miniseries. She's looking back at the past with rose-colored glasses. Okay, I think I watched maybe two episodes of Gilmore Girls or like whichever the show that Rory's in. Uh, you know the one with kind of like the love triangle between the two guys, the blonde one and then the black-haired one. I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about, but I don't know their names. <laughs> Ooh, this one's like a spicy childhood killer one. This one's a really childhood killer one. I think I've heard of it before, but. Let's look at it. So it's about Peter Pan. So it says, Peter Pan actually kills any lost boy who grows into adulthood. Uh, okay. okay. Um, so it says, quote, Captain Hook and his pirates are all lost boys who have es- escaped him and aim to stop him. Because I've, like, always wondered why um, Captain Hook, like, always was like after peter pan in a sense and like he could never get peter pan wait does like captain hook even have like parents i have no idea have like any of you like when you were younger watched jake and the neverland pirates i used to i was like i, I was like so obsessed with that like keep in mind i'm 14 by the way <laughs> so like before school i would watch jake and the neverland pirates before like school. like it was one of my favorite shows like, y'all remember, like, all those shows back in, like, the 2000s? Those were killers. The shows, the kids' shows now ain't got nothing on them. So the next one I've heard before, and you've probably too, but it says the secret ingredient in a Krabby Patty from SpongeBob SquarePants is crab meat. <laughs> and that's why, like, but, like, where would they be getting the crab meat from? Because it's, like, it's bread. So, like, do you... Wait, so, like, do you think that Mr. Krabs, like, um, because, like, you, you, we've all seen him without his shell and stuff, so, like, does, like, does, like, if he cuts off a piece of him and, like, uses that, like, can he grow back that piece of skin? Because, like, where would he, because there's, like, literally no other crabs in the show, so, wait, maybe that's why there's, like, no other crabs in the show, he's, like, he's killed them and to, like, use his crab meat, if that's really the secret formula. Because you can clearly see the lettuce and tomato, but you don't really know what the meat is. If it's, like, beef or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching. Like, imagine, though, if he, like, kill, kills, like, all the crabs to um use that as meat. Or maybe, like, he uses pieces of himself, but, like, he grows back like he's some kind of mutant or something. I have no idea what I'm saying, but there's, like, two different things. Like, which one do you think is right? Uh, I... 
I have no idea. Okay, let's go to the next one. So this one says, Mo- Moana finally dies in the thunderstorm. I watched Moana once, I think, and I don't remember how it goes. So, anyways, quote, after that, she only meets gods and mythical creatures for the rest of the movie. She still must complete her journey to return the heart of Tefiti. And when she does, Tefiti brings her back to life so she can go back to her tribe. I was never really big on Mulan. You about Mulan? I keep mixing up Mulan and Mohana. Moana, because like, their name starts with M. Uh, so, yeah. I love Mulan, though. So, like, this next article that I'm going to be reading from is also a BuzzFeed one. So, let's dive into it. So, the first one is Dr. Hans, a.k.a. Doof, Doofing Smarts, is Phineas's father in Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, I've thought about that since it's, like, um, wait, now that I'm looking at the picture side by side, they have similar head shapes and, like, how their hair grows, but it's not exactly the same, and they do have, like, the same eye colors, too. So, I'm not so sure about this one. Plus, like, his neck just, like, comes out, uh, Ferb's, Phineas's neck just, like, comes out thicker. And, like, Doofin Smurfs is, like, like, a little angle and then, like, pops out. You know what I mean? Uh, he, they do look pretty similar, but I'm not so sure about that. So, it says, Linda Flynn Fletcher and Doof went on a date before she met Ferb's dad. They slept together, and she became pregnant with Phineas. They have the same face shape and hair. I I don't know about the same face shape and hair, but, like, their noses are different. Because, like, Phineas is just, like, this one big shape. While Deuce has, like, more character, I guess. You know what I mean? The only thing I really see the resemblance for is, like, the eyes and, like, the hair. Phineas doesn't even have eyebrows in Deuce and myself. Of, like, eyebrows, you know? I don't even know. The next one is Bob's Burgers is about Bob coping with the death of his family. So it says, quote, Linda died and Bob bought the place next to where they held her funeral. Oh, wait, is that, like, a funeral place home thing? Wait, yeah, there's, like, a funeral place there. Oh, well. And it says... The three accidents in the opening credits are how each of his children died. Louis died in a fire. Jean in a Jean in bitten by a rat and dies of an infection. And Tina is crushed by a falling utility pole. Each time Bob reopens, he goes a little crazier, and the show is all about his wish wishful hallucination hallucinations. The next one the next one says in Beauty and the Beast the Enchantress is Belle's mother. Wait, could be maybe I have no idea though. Okay, so it says although she dies when Belle is a child, she wants to guarantee Belle will be happy in her adult life. So she curses a prince to be the beast and sets into motion the events that will bring her daughter and her future love together. That does make quite a bunch of sense. It's like we've never actually really seen Belle's mom. And you know, like the whole Rose thing. Like this could totally be so true. I I, I believe this. Like 90% believe this one. What do you guys think? 
So the next one says Riverdale doesn't exist. It's just Jughead writing a story. Which could be totally true. Because, like, in the beginning, like, I'm sure y'all have seen him on, like, his laptop writing something. So it says, what if Betty is just a figment of Jughead's imagination that he uses to cope with his loneliness? And Archie is a kid from his childhood who he never knew but still idolized, which is why he's such a predictable character. Uh, could be. I feel like the writing in the story part is 100. It could be a true. We'll give it a 60% truth rate. What do y'all think? If y'all have, like, your own theories, make sure you comment them. Uh, so the next one is Spencer from iCarly is actually Crazy Steve, Crazy Steve from Dragon Josh. Obviously, I think so. Definitely. They're, aren't they, like, they're played by the same person, so... It's just that he has a different haircut. So it says, which means Carly's actually Megan and Steve kidnapped her after murdering her whole family. Oh my gosh, bro. That could be, oof. Yeah, because, like, the dad is never there. And I don't think they've ever talked about the mom. Maybe it's reaching a bit, but, like, it could it could have happened. Uh, it could have happened. Could have happened. Could have happened. So, yes. So this next theory is Frozen, Tangled, and The Little Mermaid are all interrelated. Not sure how that works out, but let's read it. In the first Frozen movie, we see Rapunzel and Flynn attend Elsa's, Queen Elsa's coronation. And we also learn about the death of Anna and Elsa's parents aboard a ship that sunk. The ship is later shown much closer up in Frozen 2 and it looks very similar to the one Ariel finds under the sea. Bro, this could be so true though. They say like Elsa and Rapunzel are like um cousins or something. So yeah and like yeah that that makes sense. What do y'all think? That totally makes sense. In my head that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. I was kinda confused about how the Ariel part came in but it came in so yeah. In Pretty Little Liars, Arya was actually a... I've watched maybe five episodes of that whole Pretty Little Liars series before I uh, decided it was too much for me and I probably didn't like it. So here we go. In the first episode, Arya returns from a year of schooling abroad and the mysterious messages start soon after, which yes. There are so many subtle hints throughout the show that she's a... And at one point, we're led to believe that she has discoletive identity. I I honestly think the writers planned for it to happen that she was A, but they scrapped it when it became a popular theory. Eh, Could be. Uh, I don't watch the whole show, so I'm not quite sure how that worked out. But the next one is like a Glee one. So it says, seasons four to six of Glee were figments of Tina Cohen Chang's imagination. At the end of season three, Tina falls into a fountain and hits her head super hard. Afterwards, Tina gets a lot more recognition within new directions and is even offered a solo at a competition. She also gets into an Ivy League school. 
As for the other characters, everything comes super easy to them, almost ridiculously easy. Rachel lands the lead in her very first Broadway audition, but then quits, which is so out of character for her. Long story short, seasons 4 to 6 are so ridiculous, and it's plausible Tina is making them all up. Never watched it, so I can't say. So next one is Ross, Last Custody of Ben in Friends. Ross is child. Ross has two children, right? Did did he have two with Rachel? I don't know, but I didn't know he ha- he had one before Rachel. So it says Ross never sees his son Ben in the later seasons of Friends because he actually lost custody of him after his post-marriage mental breakdown slash leave of absence from work. Uh, okay. So the next one says Ty Lee from Avatar: The Last Abender is descended from the air nomads quote she doesn't look like most of the firebenders she has gray eyes and is super light on her feet i wouldn't be surprised if she used some airbending in her acrobat moves without even knowing it she also believes in the spiritual side of the universe which is an important part of the air nomad lifestyle never watched avatar but yeah so, the last one that I'm going to read for today is, In Mean Girls, Regina George actually did die, but Katie acted like she didn't, Katie, Katie, I don't know, acted like she didn't out of guilt. Yeah, because, like, the bus hitting someone, like, wouldn't that kill them? <laughs> like, wouldn't that, like, and it flew so hard too so i was like i didn't really watch mean girls probably once i don't know i don't really remember watching it but from like there's a little gif that from like the article that i'm looking at and i'm like from a bus heading you at that speed how are you gonna survive so it says quote that's why she saw the new plastics at the end and why she saw regina wherever she went it's also why at the prom scene everyone cheers when Caddy tosses them pieces of the tiara, but nobody claps for Niger when Regina catches hers and even waves at the crowd. Nobody, because nobody but Caddy can see her. That one was, I don't even know what to say, but it sounds true. It, it sounds true. Because I'm like, a bus hitting anybody at like that speed could possibly like kill him. I feel like a 90% or like 95% that could kill the person. So I'm like, how like how does one survive that? If so, teach me your ways, please. Anyways, that's it for today. Let me know your theories in like the comments. I would be glad to like hear them out. So, yeah. Also, DM me your theories in my instagram dms at lryu please do you can just like always science my dms and i'll chat with you if you want to bye have a awesome day and tomorrow's monday so no one likes mondays mondays tire me out so much and i don't even know why because i don't do shit uh yeah bye